0: In name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Well, this is the fourth Sunday of Pascha. Uh, the first Sundays of Pascha gave us the mystery of the resurrection to contemplate. This Sunday is called the Sunday of the paralytic. On the surface, it seems sort of foreign to the cycle of the resurrection. This Sunday is dedicated to, to commemorating a miracle which historically belongs to the very early days of Jesus' ministry. Yet the church provides this today. Consider what surrounds this miracle. The seriousness of the illness that was cured, the man was paralyzed and could not walk. The length of time it had lasted 38 years, 38 years. And the setting of the healing So close, yet so far for this paralyzed man from the pool where healing did occur. We see that this miracle of the paralytic's uh, behalf bears witness to Christ's power over the human body in a very, very impressive way. Jesus' power to heal is intimately linked to the resurrection. For it proclaims that he who overcame death in his own body has the power over all human flesh. Now this miracle may not fit chronologically (laughs) because it was before the beginning of Jesus' ministry and here we are remembering it after the resurrection. But it's a reminder to us that the resurrection of Christ should be in the forefront of our minds as we encounter events and circumstances we find ourselves throughout our lives. St. John records this notable event that occurred in Jerusalem near the pool of Bethesda. And so what is the significance of it being in this particular place? Well, healings occurred at this pool periodically. People with illnesses would come to the pool and wait for the waters to be moved by an angel of the Lord. When this occurred, The first one to step into the water, in faith, was healed. And I add in faith because they were coming there believing that they would be healed. As Jesus nears the pool, he sees a crowd of the ill and infirm who are waiting for this event. Among the people was this poor man who had been paralyzed for 38 years. And Jesus turns to him, knowing his plight, asks if he wants to be healed. Now, Jesus often answers, I mean, asks a question that might seem obvious. Of course, he wants to be healed. That's why he was there. But he will ask questions publicly to draw that person out, to have them express what's in their heart, and have them tell about their dilemma for all to hear. We heard last night during Vespers. How this man had considered, I have wasted my money on physicians and received no help from anyone. But on that day, the physician of soul and body healed him. People today may waste their time and money on many things, yet receive no help for their souls. You can accumulate money and spend it on things in an attempt to cure what is missing in your life, but unless you turn to to the physician... Who cures your soul? It does no good. You can spend your time trying to find joy in the things of this world, but unless you find joy in knowing the one who created this world, the one who made us and gave us life, you're just wasting your time away. I might comment that in no way does this imply that the physicians today are not needed. On the contrary, we're very blessed today uh, through the advances and Um, medicine and and the fact that we even have uh, a vaccine this quickly for the virus and we're now being able to combat it but bear in mind (laughs) this is not of, of man only the fact is that God often works in parallel with doctors medicines and other means we just don't place our hope in what man can do God is the ultimate healer Now, it's clear that the paralytic believed he would be healed if he just came into the water when that angel stirs the water. What the problem was, he could not move easily by himself. The paralytic tells how he could get no one to help him down into the water, and so others always got into it before he was able to. Now we hear the next word that Jesus says, rise. Take up your bed and walk. There was no more discussion about, about what his problem was. There was no more discussion about him or other. He just simply said, rise, take up your bed and walk. Now, the paralytic could have questioned why Jesus would say that. It's obvious he couldn't walk. He had just described he had no way to get into the pool. How in the world could he rise, pick up his bedding and walk? But the man believed that if he had gone into the pool, he would be healed. He also believed the God-man before him who just told him he could get up and walk. And what happened? At once, the man was healed, and he took up his pallet, and he walked. That was pretty amazing. Once again, though, the Pharisees and uh, the Jews instead of praising God for what Jesus just did, they protest this healing, this miracle that's taking place on the Sabbath. And they protest because it's on the Sabbath. And we hear something significant then that Jesus says to the man when he finds him in the temple. And he says, Jesus says to him, sin no more, lest worse things come unto you. Now Jesus is pointing out here That repentance from sin is even more important than our physical healing. We should be quick to turn to God and repent of our sins. For that is much more significant than being healed from our infirmities. And the healing of the paralytic that day, it was certainly a miracle. And God has allowed the healing ministry to occur uh, in the church by the apostles uh, down through the ages. Uh, At particular points in time. In a reading from Acts 9 today. Peter heals Anais. Who had been bedridden. Due to paralysis. For eight years. And we hear the same familiar words. As Peter says. Anais. Jesus the Christ heals you. Arise and make your bed. And he too was healed. So all of this. Is a reminder to us. During this season of the resurrection that Jesus rising from the dead clearly demonstrates his power over all mankind's illnesses and it's both physical and spiritual. It reminds us his power over sin and a spiritual healing that we can receive directly from him if we but acknowledge our sins and repent, looking to Christ every day. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.